dedicated to your 2019 champion Toronto Raptors. I'm your host Joshua Howe and as always we'll be discussing the latest and greatest in the realm of Raptors basketball from Scotty Barnes vibes to Pascal Siakam spins. Man that intro is getting sadder and sadder when you think about the current state of the NBA. Um, I'm gonna be uh, going solo again for the pod this week. Didn't go last week. There was an overtime game. Um, I've been really busy the last few weeks as well, so obviously there was no podcast last week, so I'm trying to jump on and do one today, uh, Tuesday, December 21st. I'm doing this uh, in the evening here, but gotta be honest with you, there's not a lot to talk about. There's either a lot to talk about or not that much to talk about, depending on how you feel about it, um, and I'm in the camp of not that much to talk about, as... Uh, the Omicron variant it casts its shadow across the NBA and uh, starts to take hold there. So, um, you know, there's some related things there that we will talk about and uh, probably a bit, a bit of a shorter podcast today because of it, but there are some Raptor-specific things that uh, are worth addressing, and so that's kind of what I'll talk, to, talk about today. And, um, you know, if you guys have any feedback for me, as always, uh, you know, shoot me a message either on Twitter or uh, uh, at, at the, one of the Clutch Points uh, social medias, and, and we'll talk about it there. Or uh, the Discord as well. They have a community Discord, which uh, I'm sure you can look up and, and find fairly easily. Um, a lot of good discussion going on there. So, okay, so let's just start with this. Um, in the month of December alone, over 100 NBA players have entered the league's health and safety protocols. Um, let's just like think about that for a second over 100 players that is a mm, significant portion of the league not great it's it's hitting every team you know players all over place um, are, are, are getting the Omicron variant uh, Adam Silver said that is more than dominant in the league uh, cases currently. Uh, it is the overwhelming uh, cause of the breakouts here. Um, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's tough, man. And it's, and it's overtaking uh, every team, including the Toronto Raptors, um, who kind of were dodging it for a bit there, and uh, it's now catching up to them. Luckily, we know that because of earlier in the season, the entire Raptors roster is vaccinated, so that will be good. It's likely that uh, most of them are asymptomatic or will have mild symptoms um, because of this. So that's a good sign, uh, obviously. You don't want it to be worse for anyone than it has to be. Uh, most of the league, of course, at this point is vaccinated, so... Um, that's the good news as, as the variant spreads throughout the league is that uh, there are players, most players do have some level of protection against it. So that's good. Uh, so, so let's look at the Raptors roster then right now as I fumble my way through this. 
we've got let's just look at it as uh you know tomorrow wednesday the raptors are supposed to play a game against the chicago bulls who were they were also supposed to play last week and did not uh that game was postponed here's what the injury report looks like kem birch questionable with right knee swelling you've got david johnson who has a left calf strain and justin champagne uh, who has an illness, he's out sick uh, with a non-COVID-related illness. Both of them are out, guaranteed, for tomorrow, Wednesday. Goran Dragic, obviously, will not be playing Wednesday if the team plays at all. Uh, he's not with the team as they look to move him prior to the trade deadline. Precious Achua, Delano Banton, Scotty Barnes, Malachi Flynn, Gary Trent Jr., Pascal Siakam, and Fred Van Vliet are all currently in health and safety protocols. That is seven players, rotation players nonetheless, who are in the health and safety protocols and will not be playing tomorrow. Guaranteed. So then available players, you have OG and Anobi, who just recently returned. Yuta Watanabe, rounding into form. Svi Mihailuk, has been obviously a core part of the team throughout the season. Chris Boucher and Isaac Bonga. So that's five players guaranteed to be available. So what the Raptors have had to do here is what a lot of teams have had to do. They have had to utilize the hardship exemption uh, to basically fill out their roster. So the hardship exemption, if you don't know what that is, this is this is sort of a brief overview of it here. Um, it's essentially 10-day contracts. Teams can give out 10-day contracts. They will not count against the salary cap or their luxury tax situations. And it allows the team you know, uh, to bring on a player for each player who enters health and safety protocols. Um, at least that's the situation up until January 19th. That is when the rules are set in stone until, and then they'll probably be reevaluated there. I'm, I'm not sure how much is going to change by January 19th, considering where we are right now, but that's how it is. Um, so these players... Uh, they, even though they uh, don't count against the salary cap or luxury tax situations, obviously they still get paid, so they get a prorated minimum salary for their level of experience. So that ranges pretty significantly uh, from about $53,000 to $151,000 um, over that 10-day span. And then also noteworthy, um, the two-way players, who we already mentioned, uh, Champagne and David Johnson, um, they're no longer capped at 50 games on an active NBA roster, which is the rule for two-way players. Um, typically, uh, have been the rule for this season. They That is scrapped for now. Obviously, it doesn't matter too much for David Johnson because he's not spending a lot of time up with the parent club. But uh, Justin Champagne has seen a fair amount of time, has spent uh, a lot of time 
up with the Raptors, so that's uh, something to to watch for there and to be aware of. Um, although, you know, like as I mentioned earlier, he is out Wednesday anyways with a non-COVID illness at the moment. Might be out longer than that. Who knows? So that's kind of the situation there with the hardship exemption and how teams are tackling, um, continuing to work through the Omicron variant situation. So they have to bring in players at some point, right, so that they can actually play games um, as, as players continue to enter the health and safety protocol. So to this point, the Raptors have brought in four players on the 10-day hardship exemption, and they are as follows. Brandon Goodwin, uh, Juan Morgan, Tremont Waters, and Nick Stauskas. Hopefully I'm not pronouncing Morgan's first name incorrectly, and I will... Uh, double-check to make sure later on that that is not the case. Um, So, yes, they're all on 10-day contracts, essentially, here. Um, Some fans might know some of these names. Maybe they don't. Uh, If you're a G League fan, you'll probably recognize all these guys, to be honest with you. Um, I'll give you a quick brief overview of each one in case you don't really know um, who they are, just in general, like what, like, how they've been playing this season. Um, Goodwin has been averaging around 15 points, seven assists, five boards, and around two steals in 35 minutes uh, per game with uh, the Westchester Knicks of the G League. And he's previously played for Memphis Grizzlies and Atlanta Hawks and uh, also spent some time with other G League teams like the Memphis Hustle Hustle and uh, Iowa Wolves. Um, Obviously a good player at that level. Um, Morgan, 12.6 points a game, you know, seven boards, shooting around 56% from the field, um, 39% from three, not bad. Uh, playing with the main Celtics, 13 games there this season. Yeah, he's previously played for the Utah Jazz and um, their G League team as well, the uh, Salt Lake City Stars. And then you've got... Uh, Waters, who is averaging around 17 points, six assists, almost three steals, uh, 36% from three, um, and he's playing with the Wisconsin Herd, which is obviously the Milwaukee Bucks G League affiliate. So these guys, uh, obviously, um, all good G League players. The Raptors clearly like them, see something in them. And uh, they're going to get a bit of a chance to play in the uh, main primary league here, uh, possibly as early as Wednesday. Um, Nick Stauskas also, I mentioned, of course, um, previous first-round draft pick seasons ago, has uh, had an interesting career since then, fell out of the league, played overseas, has uh, tried to make a couple comebacks, Um you know, recently has played in the G League, including has played for the Raptors 905. Um, Sharpshooter, uh, that's kind of his thing. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I, in a situation like this, he can give you spot minutes for sure. And when you're when you're looking for, um, I, mean, I guess I should say in a situation like this, probably more than spot minutes, but um, you know, he can give you those minutes. He has played in the league before was projected to be an NBA-level player, and uh, 
you know, he can hold his own in, in on a game-to-game basis. Um, yeah, so those are the guys that the Raptors have called up to have on uh, 10-day deals. And that's kind of what the roster is going to look like heading into Wednesday and possibly going forward. And there may be more players called up if more uh, Raptors enter open safety protocols. Let's hope not, but you never know. And uh, we'll see who's able to come out of it and how quickly. Uh, Obviously, a lot of testing going on on a daily basis in the league at this point. So... This past week, obviously, the Raptors have had two games postponed already. Uh, they're supposed to play the Bulls on Wednesday. Well, they were supposed to play the Bulls last week as well. That game got postponed. They were supposed to play the Orlando Magic last week. That game got postponed. And in between those games, they did play. Um, they played a severely depleted Nets team who did have Kevin Durant. They lost that game. <laughs> in overtime in a pretty pretty tough loss. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much there is to really say about that. KD was very, very good. Um, the young guys that came out to play for the Nets that night were, were great, tried really hard, hustled hard, uh, knew what they were doing, uh, had surprisingly good chemistry um, in, in some ways. Um, you know, sometimes they were sieve defensively, but... Um, so were the Raptors, so who at that point had most of their team. Uh, so the, the main story there was the rebounding. Uh, the Raptors got completely obliterated on the boards in the first half. Uh, the second half was a little better. Nick Nurse uh, wasn't as tough on the team as I and some others thought maybe he would be just because of how they played in the second half. He thought they really battled there and played their guts out, as he put it. But uh, the first half, yeah, they just did not come out with the proper kind of energy that they needed uh, on the glass. And, and the, you know, the defense, as we've said all season long, rebounding is tougher with the defense they play when they don't have a legitimate starting center um, level player on the team. So uh, that was kind of the story of that one. You know, they had, a, they had their chances to win down the stretch too, an overtime loss, right? Like Fred Van Vliet took a final shot, could have won it. Didn't get it, you know. Um, he made a couple of tough decisions down the stretch, which really sucked because then there was a, a referendum on it. Van Vliet's entire career on Twitter, uh, you know, by reactionary Raptors fans, despite uh, Van Vliet playing extremely well the rest of that game. Um, yeah, he didn't play so well just down the stretch there, and he didn't play so well in overtime, but so what? We've seen him lead the time, uh, lead this team in crunch time throughout the season. Uh, you know, it's... This is not something to be concerned about. Van Vliet's been the best player on the Raptors this season. Um, yeah, and, and we don't need to have a talk about <laughs> whether or not Van Vliet should be traded or something like that. It's just crazy. Like we, we These conversations where every time a, a star player plays badly, the people want to talk about them being traded, it's just nonsense. It's silly. It's not realistic. It doesn't make any sense. It's just people being mad. Um used to be just, it used to, it would be, it was a lot of conversation where it used to be just be, it seemed to be aimed at the officials or the referees, and now you kind of get both. I don't remember there being this level of, of vitriol directed towards players when uh, 
when they don't perform to the way people want them to. But perhaps it's just because of Twitter and the way that Twitter has grown in the past several years. So I don't know. But that's kind of a conversation that I haven't loved uh, over the past, especially over the past couple of seasons with um, how difficult everything has been around teams as well and everything else they're dealing with and everything that everybody else in the world is dealing with at this point in time. Um, But yeah, so that's how that game went. Obviously, tough loss there. And then the Orlando game was postponed, and then they um, came up and played the Warriors and essentially played the Santa Cruz Warriors because uh, most of the core of that team did not make the trip across the border. Obviously, Clay Thompson was still ramping up. Steph did not play. Draymond Green did not play. Uh, Jordan Poole did not play. A bunch of players on the Warriors did not play. And uh, so there was another team with a bunch of young guys. But this time... The Raptors came out and did what they probably should have done in, uh, you know, honestly in the Nets game. But in this one, there was no Kevin Durant. There was no star player at all. And so um, the Warrior, uh, the uh, Raptors just smacked the Warriors pretty much from start to finish, wire to wire win. Um, a blowout, really. Um, and Fred VanVleet looked incredible in that one. Um, you know, you had a couple of, you know, like basically a game later, um, with a little bit of time in between because of the postponement and, uh, all of a sudden everybody's singing his praises again. So there you go. That's just how, that's how everything goes these days. But, uh, yeah, Fred Van Vliet was incredible. The Raptors did what they needed to do. They beat basically the G League Warriors and, uh, that was the last game they played. So now, they're supposed to play tomorrow, Wednesday. That game is still up in the air. Um, you know, they're supposed to fly to Chicago today. And uh, Woj reported earlier in the day that the flight was taxiing because of just all the stuff going on. We've got, you know, players, you know, being put into protocols and, um, uh, other guys being called up and having to um, come join the team and things like that. So see what kind of delay ends up being caused there. Just um, you know, but obviously that's that's tough. And then Adam Silver um, had an interview today with Malika Andrews on NBA Today. By the way, Malika Andrews has been crushing that show. Um, She's excellent. I think she's really, really good. It's staggering to me. She's, uh, I think she's a year younger than me. Um, she's incredibly, incredibly good at her job. And uh, had an incredible interview with Adam Silver today. Asked all the right questions. And, you know, Silver basically said that the league needs to learn to live with the virus. He said the season's going to roll on, that they're not going to look to pause. And... You know, they're trying to pave a pathway to dealing with living with the virus and continuing to play. And uh, Silver's looking at it as sort of an opportunity to shape, um, you know, uh, just a, a, and to make a blueprint for uh, others to follow if they're successful and being able to kind of manage um, continuing to go through uh, the Omicron variant with everyone staying, hopefully, um, as, he- as healthy as possible and and just 
continuing to to go through that way. Now, obviously, other other leagues have taken other approaches. I mean, the NHL is doing a pause briefly. Uh, I believe it's uh, Wednesday and then through to Christmas. They will not be playing, so they are taking a brief pause. And then we know the NFL, even uh, a season ago and things like that, did not stop. Their, the NFL just powered through it. And so, obviously, planning on doing that again. Um, and the MLB, uh, you know, the other one of the other major leagues, obviously, is not currently playing. So, that's sort of what that's looking like right now. Everyone's talking about, you know, wondering, is there going to be a pause? It's a lot of people talking about it feels similar to March 2020, which feels like 20 years ago and also yesterday. Will this be the same thing? There's just, there's that, you know, especially with a bunch of players suddenly entering into health and safety protocols, it just feels similar. And um, it doesn't look like that's going to be how the league tackles at this time. And look, there's a lot to parse out with the league's stance, how players are being treated as employees, um, you know, different players' own opinions, how they feel about it, how the players' union has reacted, um, how they've worked with the NBA. There's been a ton, there's just a ton there to pack, to, you know, to um, unpack. And I don't, I don't really think this is the place to do it, to be honest with you. I'm pretty exhausted of those conversations. I'm not, especially on a Raptors podcast, I don't really want to dive into, into that. So I won't be, um, but you can find, I'm sure, lots of people writing about it and talking about it elsewhere. Uh, it's just, at, at this point, it's, it's really, it's really tiring and really draining. So, um, I'm not going to go too deeply into it, but needless to say, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly not someone who's always in agreement with the league or the players union or, um, big corporate entities, let's say that are making and, um, you know, and utilizing and part of um, just a huge amount of money being being sloughed around and yeah so we're just we're just gonna leave that there um and then so the final thing obviously is the um the g league showcase which is happening in las vegas nevada the raptors 905 did not participate in accordance with health and safety um, protocols so they are not participating there are other G League teams participating and it's been crazy um, if you've been keeping tabs on it at all because a bunch of G League players are being called up to the NBA because of the exemption um, uh, deals right of the of the 10 days they're all being called up to play for league teams that need players uh, to fill roster spots. So it's kind of nuts because you have this sort of uh, showcase going on and, and it's supposed to be like, you know, a really big spotlight on a bunch of G League talent. And uh, it, it's kind of all over the place because guys are moving here and going there. And uh, it's just sort of a sort of a mess, but also kind of like a, a spectacle to see just because of how 
odd and strange it is. It's, yeah, really weird. Really weird. Um, so I think that probably does it for this podcast. I've, I've rambled on long enough. Um, to be honest with you, I wasn't entirely sure if I was going to do a podcast today. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I got one out in the end because I, I wasn't able to get one out last week. And so um, I just wanted to hop on, even if it is solo, and talk to you guys for a, a bit here just because um, there was a bit of news and the Raptors are part of it and, and all that. So, yeah, not a ton to talk about, but we covered a couple of things. And hopefully... Things will continue to improve, and um, as Van Vliet has been talking about in post-game pressers, you know, you've got to continue to have some level of optimism and carry forward, and this is not the first time the league has gone through this or the players have gone through this um, or the world has gone through this. So, uh, you know, it's, it's you got to keep your head up and um, do what you can and listen to the right people and, uh, you know, continue onwards and take care of yourself, especially Made mental health really important, whether you're an NBA player or not. So, um, I just want to thank you guys for listening to me ramble. Appreciate it. You know, hopefully we'll get some more exciting podcasts in the future where we, where we can actually talk about Raptors basketball. That'd be great. I, I feel like I haven't got to talk about the actual basketball much at all recently and I miss it. So that would be cool. We're going to try to get on some more guests when that becomes more of a thing consistently. And until then, though, um, you can always go back and listen to uh, other episodes of The Raptors Room on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else podcasts are found. You can find it all over the place. You can also follow the Clutch Points Raptors account on Twitter at RaptorsNationCP. That's where links to everything and anything Raptors will be posted. You can follow them on Instagram as well um, and Facebook too if that's if you get your sports news from, from Facebook and until next time um, you can follow me at Howvolution on Twitter which is where I live um, and you can find my own online work obviously at clutchpoints.ca so thank you at clutchpoints.com sorry wow am I doing my Canadian thing clutchpoints.com <laughs> all right thank you for listening um hopefully we'll be back next week with a bit more of an optimistic episode and uh, maybe some more raptor basketball to talk about so thank you have a good good day good night for you.